Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I am your hostess, Cassie Anello, together today with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler-Ellis. And today we're here to talk to you about a very important topic in today's world, which is the technologically-based relationships that we've been having with each other, including uh, phone, text, email, uh, Internet, chat lines, all the ways we communicate rather than in person. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to everybody today. It's Wayne Dyer Wednesday. and Yay, Wayne Dyer Wednesday. And now I have a, right before we got on here, I had to deal with some computer issues, of course. So I'm looking now for my wonderful quote, but it has evaded me. First of all, so let me talk to you first about the weekend. Uh, This weekend I am going to be at the Rip City Writer Chili Billy Fun Run doing a book signing with many other vendors. And this is a really good cause. It's a hot ride. Hot Rod and Motorcycle Show put on by the Rip City Riders, and they support uh, American Cancer Society, the Blue Star Moms of Marin, Hospice by the Bay, Kids Off Chemicals, Project Open Hands, Zero Breast Cancer. Uh, they're also doing something to benefit the Veterans Housing and Services on this year's event, and it's a really great event. Over 8,000 people attend it. It's a Hot Rod show. It's, there's live music all day. And so all my Sonoma County, Marin County people listening, head on out there on Saturday for any time between 7 a.m. and 4. Come find me. I'd love to say hello to you. So that being said, I uh, let's see, Wayne Dyer Wednesday. Darn it. There was one on connection, and it just disappeared from my screen. So I'm going to just pick one. How about this? Everything is in motion. Everything flows is vibrating. Wayne Dyer. I like that. I like that. How are you, Carrie? I'm good, darling. Really, really good. I'm so excited about our trip. I'm freaking out. (laughs) It's coming really fast. Next week, Carrie and I are going to do a live Facebook on our Best Life Cafe uh, Facebook page from Hawaii for the next two weeks where we are both attending Nancy Levin's uh, and Doreen Virtue's Assertiveness Self-Worth Training Retreat um, for half of the week that we're there. And we are so excited to get together with some of the girls that we've met in our groups and to see our life coach, Nancy Levin, and just have two or three days of just really diving into what uh, that means to us and how we can apply some stuff to our lives. So look forward to some new fun shows coming up. So one more thing, I found our my Wayne Dyer quote, <laughs> and it says, "Our connection, our connection to the infinite, has always beckoned us. We have only to move beyond the barriers we have created to a blissful and empowering view of reality." And I chose this quote because of our topic today about. Uh, I had watched a show the other day on Good Morning America called reclaim your conversation, reclaim your connection. 
And what it was was one woman who was willing to kind of go out there and start talking to people about the fact that 90% of the time we are in our phones. We, um, we actually don't have conversations unless they're digital, and sometimes we have really extensive conversations that are digital, and sometimes they're misperceived or the tone of, of what you send is not the tone that they receive. And so what happens is we're kind of walking out here with all these falsehoods about what we read when if we just had the conversation, it would clear it up so quickly. And I don't know about you, Carrie, but I have had many text conversations that were way longer than they were supposed to be, and I've had arguments on text with people. Uh, children, I've, you know, capitalized my letters so they knew I was yelling at them. And I think about it and I think how absurd that is because we used to just talk to each other about it. And so so I, I watched the show on Good Morning American and I just thought, you know, it's so true that you often feel like nobody's listening to you because actually you're not speaking. So you get a, a feeling of I'm not being heard. I'm not being listened to. And so that's when you kind of come back with another text or somebody comes back to you. And if you'd actually picked up the phone and had a conversation or walked up to a person and had an eye contact conversation, it would be cleared up really easily. And so uh, I just wanted to talk about that topic. Um, You know, and I also wanted to say that one of the things that it does give us is it gives us connection out there in social media we have all these autonomous listeners. And so we're, we're filling that connection with all these autonomous listeners of people who we may know, we may not know. They may be friends, friends of friends, friends of friends of friends. And uh, so we get fed that way, but we're actually using that rather than having this physical connection with people, in my humble opinion. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, it's interesting. I feel like it's also an age thing. Like, you know, you and I can text or whatever, but we, like, we FaceTime, you know? Like, we get on that phone and we, like, we connect like that. But I watch Chloe, my daughter, have a relationship, like a literal boyfriend-girlfriend relationship via the phone. And often she would just say, like, okay, like, you know, just text me rather than, you know, like call, like they'd be on the phone together and then she would say, okay, like I got to go just text me or whatever. And um, I realized like that is how they communicate. And I feel, I really do feel like it's an age thing because we as, you know, older people in our fifties, you know, 56, 57, Like, we don't – I feel like the generation that's here now and, you know, my kids and your kids and stuff, like, they've grown up in a different communicative world. Like, we didn't have cell phones, you know. Like, we're those people that go, hey, you know, we didn't have cell phones when we were were growing up. And we did talk to people, right, you know. And, And also, like, at dinner. I mean, like, we have a rule. At dinner, it's like, do not, do not bring your cell phones to the table because, that's the only time that I feel like we can communicate like as a, you know, as my, you know, when my son and my daughter and I are together having dinner, that's the only time we can kind of catch up with each other and about the day and what's going on. And, and then that's it. And literally that's like 30 minutes. So, but that is I one of the, you know, in, 
it's one of the most important parts of the day, I think, is family dinner time. When you were saying that, I just was like, oh, I love that feeling of getting people around a dinner table and having conversation. And we used to do, you know, highs and lows, and we would, you know, go around the table and say our highs, and we'd go around the table and say our lows. And um, that gave us conversation and stuff to talk about, and I honestly learned more about my kids during those that 30 minutes time than I would have any other time of the day. But I, I did some research on, um, you know, kids doing what they do in the texting, because, you know, we see people walking down the streets with their heads down, or you go to a restaurant and you can see people that are literally not having conversation, but they're both on their phones. But there's this thing called, it's, it's called the rule of three, and I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this, but what you do is um, you wait for three, so say you're having dinner with eight people. And you wait for three people to have their heads up before you put your head down to your phone so that you are making sure that a conversation is happening. And there's evidence that says um, that this is actually working and that that young kids today kind of have a rule of three because some of them, although they're very intertwined, there's like this age of maybe 22 to 26, you know, the college age, they've been through the texting, they've been through that, and they're realizing that conversation is not happening. Because, you know, honestly, if there's a phone and there's two people on the phone, the conversation is less connected. If there's just two of us sitting here and we both have our phones open, who are, you know, how are you really listening? So the rule of three, which there's more people, is that you wait until there's three people engaged in conversation before you look down at your phone. And I thought that was so interesting. I'm like, they actually have a thing. <laughs> Wait, I'm a little confused. I don't understand that. So, like, okay, you're not allowed so, to look down at your phone until three no, people it's are a, it's talking? A, so what's happening is that there's this thing out there in the technological world called the rule of three. So you are at a dinner table with people having dinner. Maybe there's five of you, six of you, and you wait for three people to have their heads up and be engaging in conversation before you're allowed to put your head down. So this is an inner, it's an inner, uh, it's an inner thing. You know, like you say, okay, I'm going to not look down at my phone unless three people are engaged in conversation. Okay. I don't really get it, but okay. (laughs) I'm glad there's a thing for it, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, but here, now here's the here's the other side of that, though, because you were talking about like how you, um, you know, how we have social media and how like that's how we connect, like friends of friends of friends of friends connect and stuff. And you know, like you know me, I'm like Miss Instagram, and I love it. And comment on things and then you can comment back to them and then like I have met it's so crazy like I have people now that like follow me all the time or like we are like engaged in in conversation and dare I say like some type of relationship you know friendship whatever you want to call it and we've never even talked like like Mm -hmm. ever but yet you know there's like a connection of we like the same feed or they resonate with my feed and I resonate with their feed or, you know, I got, it was so amazing. I got a, I got a message from somebody uh, the other day and they were like, Oh my, and I, Oh, I started following them on Twitter and they messaged me a direct message and like, Oh my God, Carrie, I can't believe that you 
are following me. Like, I'm so humbled. Thank you so much. And I'm, like, thinking, what? Like, I'm just me. Like, I'm just this person, you know? It's like, you know, thank you. I'm, I, was in, I was in, you know, deep gratitude of that. But then I was, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, like, so it's all an illusion. Do you know what I mean? It's like it this is, social yeah. media thing that we have, it's like I'm just this mom who loves spirituality and teaches forgiveness, you know, and and he, I, I feel like he thought I was someone, you know, bigger. You know what I mean? Like it was just so. I really, yeah, I really do. I really know it what was you so mean. Sweet, um, and yet it's it, like I'm just me. Social media is just is not a substitute for conversation, but what it does is it gives us a little, you know, sips of connection. So it, like you said, you felt good. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. You're get, we're getting these connections through social media and uh, they're giving us, they're feeding a little bit of that for us, but they're, they're just not a substitute for like what we're doing right now, which is having a conversation. Right, and uh, that's where the connection, and that's where we're connecting with our listeners today, because we're connecting on a level of your words, and but to hear your voice was a whole other thing, and then in to take that a step further to actually see somebody live on Facebook, you know, that you might admire, or and you're going, wow, you know, you actually see them and they're talking, and then with Facebook Live and FaceTime, we are getting some connection, and that part of it for me is a beautiful thing. I think for me it was more the conversation to uh, was around uh, texting and and how texting seems to rule our 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 uh, method of communication yeah and so it's yeah. always and how things you know like yeah and i wrote i wrote a little bit about this about how it's like to make you have to pick up the phone you have to have a conversation sometimes like nowadays i that i'm more conscious of this i feel guilty when i'm just texting and i think i really just need to pick up the phone and take the 3 minutes to call them and that's the other part of it. We're so busy that texting in 20 seconds versus picking up the phone and having a three-minute conversation is more of the uh, path of least resistance because, you know, here you go, here's my answer, and I can still move on and continue my multitasking over here. Yes, and I agree with you. Like, what's the big deal? Like, pick up a phone. Like, we, though, I, you know, like, I, I'm really, like, I guess we're just puzzled by – watching Chloe and Jack too, my son, you know, like they text all the time, like all the time. So here's what I wonder, like, what is, what is their future going to like human connection? Like how are those relationships going to work? You know, like how, like, what is the, um, what is the attraction? What are they based on? What are they, like, is there real intimacy there? Is, do you know what I mean? It's like, how do you really connect? And I just, I wonder, I, you know, I just wonder about that. Now, believe me, I mean, I'm not in school with my kids, so I don't know. And I'm sure that they hang out and talk to their friends at school. But then when they get home, it's all about the texting. And I just, I feel like it's such a bigger like it's a it's big, you know what I mean? Because like, how are yeah, they going yeah. to even have relationships? And then their kids, come on! Like I don't know, I just feel like we're and most of us like are going down the rabbit hole. 
Yeah, most of us are grabbing our phones in everything that we're doing. So say you're out, you and I are dining downtown Disney, and we're having a conversation, and then I have to, oh, i got to get a picture of this. I grab my phone. I have to take a picture. Uh, you know, there's always those interruptions, people. We used to just be engaged when we were doing things, and now people are walking with their heads down, typing. And even if we're all, you know, there's always somebody has a phone out. And I think that what we need to do is, Create that time of phone free. Now, I haven't tried this yet, but on my vacation this next week, I plan on doing a little unplugging, and I'm a pretty much, you know, social media, anyone that knows, knows I'm on social media probably an hour a day. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot when you say an hour, but it takes an hour of time away in 10 or 15-minute increments, which makes me less productive. Mm. So I... I'm trying to figure out a way that I can, you know, continue. You know, social media is a big part of marketing, so I have to do presence. And I'm learning how to say, okay, I'm going to do social media marketing at this time. I'm going to schedule posts for this time. And I'm only going to check back in and check on my notifications. And and trying to make myself have that be. And then there's times now when I've learned how to not answer my phone, which was a really big thing for me because I would answer my phone consistently. And now I do more of, you know, this is a not right this second because if I take away from this task to take this call, then I am going to lose my momentum over here. And so I've learned how to sort of dance with that. I'm getting better at not texting my answers when they're argumentative, defensive, um, attacking, anything like that. So I try to use my text more for, this, that, this, that, this, that. Meet you there, coming now, you know, where are you? Uh, And really just started to feel like if we need to have a conversation, we'll have a conversation rather than doing it by text. So those are some of the things. And then just making device-free zones in your house. You know, maybe the backyard, if I'm sitting out, you know, like, Carrie, you have a beautiful front yard, you know, which is zen and there's lights and candles. and, And why bring your phone? Why not just enjoy those moments, you know? Um, yeah. And edit it Because, you know, the other thing is that with, when you're doing social media and you're doing, you can edit <laughs> the conversation three times before you think it's right. <laughs> when you're having a conversation, you're having a conversation. It's what, it's a spontaneous, more heartfelt, uh, you know, connection in my opinion. Because um, it's not real. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Well, I totally support you, and I'll jump on that bandwagon of, like, you know, putting our phones down. I mean, I – oh, my God, we're going to be in Hawaii. Um, I just – I, you know, I I really – I know, I'm sorry. I just uh, (laughs) – you guys, for all that you were out there, like, I'm going home. You don't understand. Like, like Hawaii for – like, I've been there at least three times before, and, like – I just, I mean, when I say that three times, like, I mean in past lives. So, like, I just, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to be just dropping to my knees and sobbing, like, for the first three or four days that we're there. Um, <laughs> but there, you know. I will be headphones in, sunglasses on, book in hand. <laughs> I know. So I know. We're just, oh. But I am, but, uh, I'm excited to unplug a little um, and uh, really take some time to to really uh, get focused on the next six months of my life because I have a lot 
coming up, and I feel like the timing of this, when I planned it seven months ago, I had no idea that it would be such perfect timing for my life to be able to sort of have a reflection of what the last three months have have kind of been a whirlwind for me, and then knowing that I still have my side hustle and my tax and bookkeeping business to attend to, and that's starting to really ramp up. And so I have to really just take some time to unplug, get organized, reflect, and um, figure out a way to be visible without spending massive amounts of time on social media. Those are my challenges. Stay tuned. (laughs) You know, here's the thing, though. Like, we – I think you have to find the balance. Right, it's like because there's business, and you, you can't. It's like this is the. It's not. I don't even want to say it's a trend. Like this is how we, how we get the word out now. I mean, yeah, I was like yeah, looking at my. Yes, I mean, in the world, like this is our life. Speaking of the world, like I was, I really want to do like a, a some type of posting or something that's like you know where does everybody live like that likes me because I got a like the other day. From this beautiful woman, oh my God, this gorgeous life spirit from South Africa. South wow. Africa. I was just like, oh my God, this is such a trip. Like I was just tripping. I really was. It was just like so. Yeah, I have some. UK, I have some UK followers also, and I love that because that is there's such a it's such a vast world, and like South Africa and Australia and New Zealand and. The UK, it's like there's so many bodies all over the world that we're unable to connect with without the technology. So this show certainly isn't about, you know, bashing the technology because, you know, you do get through Facebook and social media. So I think that that's important to do. Okay, so I have a question. I have a question for you. So do you think, because I know you and I have talked about this, but we haven't talked about, like, you know, the show and everything, but so do you think that – it's like this texting thing and the communication. Do you think it's more of a close-knit nucleus of things? It's like it's more about our inner circle and our our people. You know what I mean? Like our people, like our kids, you, me, our friends, our family. It's like it's, it's almost like it's not about the outside world. It's about the inside world. It's about our connections to the people that matter most to us and how we're losing mm-hmm. those connections. Yeah, and that's where you have to just make the date. And in my own life, we have tried as a family to plan get-togethers and put the phones down. And, uh, you know, I have a couple people in my family who are not on social media whatsoever, and they absolutely do not understand my excitement. Uh, and so it's kind of interesting. Are they are they older? One's older and one's my son. One of my one of my children is, is absolutely against social media, one hundred percent. Doesn't even like me to post pictures of his children, you know. But I sneak them in every now and then. <laughs> wow! But very against it. Just very. Um, I want to say antisocial in a way that um, he likes to be very private, and he feels like the social media arena and then you know uh i also feel like social media i sometimes you know overshared and really had to reel that in and when you when you stop oversharing and just come from a place of inspiration and love and happiness and joy and i love seeing funny things and people sharing like books and movies and that they watch and 
you know, traffic jams and fires. Like, I love it for all of those things. The only thing I don't love it for is to bash another person or be too exposed, like, you know, romantically or, you know, breakups. And I, I, get, I cringe and I just pass them by. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like there's nothing the word sacred comes up like there's nothing sacred anymore you know it's like everything is fair game and everything is just you know and I guess when you choose to I don't know yeah that's that's a really interesting thought you know it's like nothing I guess you have to control that with how much you share and what you share but you know you're an author I'm a teacher our lives are kind of like here you go are completely overshared. But I will say that uh, one of my favorite uh, quotes probably I got through therapy was disclosure is a choice. And you have the choice to disclose what is out there on social media, what you share with your feelings or your opinions, and um, what you keep close to you. And that one, you know, three words have stuck with me for years and many times when I felt like this, oh, I need to get this out, and I think, wait, you just need to resolve this inside, and then if you decide to share, you can. But disclosure is a choice. It's a really good thing. So we only have four minutes left, crazily enough, so let's pull a card. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, baby. All right, so today I have my – more... go ahead. Wait, you're going to go first? Okay. I was going to go first because mine are simple cards, and I'm just going to give a quick reading here. Aw, and it's the Freedom Card. This is from The Soul Journey, uh, James Van Pragg. Um, and it says, I possess the power and the free will to create my own happiness. Aww, freedom like is it. happiness. So sweet. There's a definite freedom is happiness. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I'm a, using. That's a simple to me. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'm using mm-hmm. the Archangel Oracle cards today. And so I have pulled, oh, I love this, lead on God and the angels for support. Mm. And then the prayer that comes with that is, dear God and angels, I give you this, and then you briefly describe the situation. Now and completely, I step out of the way and allow divine miracles to shine through everyone and everything involved. Oh, I love that. That's surrender. And Just surrender complete is, surrender. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, a, and then those, they really go together, freedom and surrender, because when you surrender to any situation, and this has really nothing to do with reclaiming our connection, but uh, then you're free. And freedom is happiness. So they really just like I could say, you know, like from a mass perspective, surrender equals freedom times, you know, happiness <laughs> times three. Like, because those those two things, surrender and freedom, is what brings happiness in your life. No question. It is so true. I mean, and, you know, when you think about it, like, there's so many things that bring freedom, you know, like truth and forgiveness and trust. And and just don't we really all want to be free? Like, just, you know, like our souls, like, don't we just we do. Like we just, we just want to be free. We just want to be growing and well, you know, free to be yourself, free to free to not hurt other people in your choices. You know, it's like I could go to so many places, but with two minutes, I can't do it. So, 
Uh, <laughs> I want to shout out our website. Uh, please go to www.kathyanello.com and sign up for my subscriber list. I will be sending out some fun campaign stuff coming up in the next week's events that I have happening. Uh, go to Cast Life on Instagram or Twitter to reach out and talk to me, ask me any questions. And Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, or at Kathy Anello Author on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me at Carrie Tucker Butler or Carrie Butler. I haven't quite moved over to the Carrie Butler Ellis. And just for anybody that's confused, I've just decided that I'm, I really like the last name Ellis, and so I'm moving into that (laughs) Um, just because I can. (laughs) And, um, you know, Instagram and Facebook, you know, and then next week, you guys, we are going to be live from somewhere in Maui. And, uh, I'm so excited to connect with everybody there because there'll be good, yummy stuff going on. And, and, you know, we have 60 seconds, but I just want to tell you that, you know, Maui for Carrie is Wayne Dyer, and so I'm sure we'll be doing a lot of Wayne Dyer conversation next week. Um, Really excited about that, being where he was from and spending some time in that energy. So good night, everybody, or good day, everybody. Have a fabulous Wednesday. It's hump day, and enjoy yourself, and we will see you next week. Aloha, everybody. The next time we'll be from Maui. Mwah.